Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Sean Rayleigh. The campaign is Cold Fire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair, and it's available from Chaosium and Drive Through RPG. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is episode 10. Keith is going to give us the recap to refresh our memories since we've had a few game gaps. I would also like to start mentioning new patrons at the beginning of our show instead of at the end, uh, and we do have one. Uh, Thomas Grimms has pledged $3 a month to our club. Thank you very much, Thomas. Oh, we also just got in our club pins. They're two inches high. Uh, they're enamel on metal with two posts on the back to secure them to your clothing. I think they turned out just great. Okay, enough business. Now, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Keith. Thanks, Tom. Notes from an observer observer of the curious planet Earth. I've been uh, following a, a group of a uh, group of I believe they're called men for the past few few uh, weeks. Uh, they uh, were approached by a, a woman named uh, Mindy Sterling. Apparently, her uh, husband has uh, gone missing. And uh, she requested them to uh, investigate and see if they could figure out what happened. Apparently, the uh, local law enforcement was unable to assist her and, and told her that he probably just ran out on her. She gave them a couple of uh, clues that uh, he had been acting strangely since associating with a, uh, a so-called uh, past lives expert, uh, Leopold Fontanelli, and that he had been uh, associating with a, uh, a strange group called the League of Forgotten Men, apparently some acolytes of a uh, radio personality of a Father Coughlin. Well, the uh, five, uh, five headed out to uh, do their dil due diligence. Apparently, they ran afoul of this this league by uh, failing to uh, espouse their uh, their beliefs. But they did get pick up some helpful clues that uh, not only is there a Leopold Pontinelli and a Ferdinand Argus, who was the uh, actual expert in past lives. Pontinelli was just the go-between to contact them with Ferdinand. So they decided to to visit their places of residence. Leopold's uh, residence was uh, quickly being emptied out by his wife, and uh, they found a few uh, racist tracts and some letters uh, that he had written to uh, Mr. Argus. The letters indicated that they were planning to uh, move the group up to, up to the Socrates Mountains for, uh, for some purpose that the group has not been able to determine yet. While this occurred, a group of uh, league members showed up and there ensued a little fracas as the uh, group uh, fought, fought amongst themselves and uh, definitely ensured that they were the enemies of the League of Forgotten Men. Following this, the group went headed over to Ferdinand Argus's home. This was over in uh, New Jersey and uh, they were greeted by the assistant of the uh, Ferdinand Argus who told him that they weren't that he was not home and that he wasn't taking appointments until uh, over a month later. The group never, nevertheless, proceeded to investigate while cleverly distracting the assistant. Some of them uh, went into the uh, 
the office of uh, Ferdinand and set off what was a rather clever trap. A uh, yellow gaseous drug was uh, vented out and the uh, victims of this found themselves awake in uh, space. They were on a, some rocks that were orbiting with, uh, the planet that they call Saturn. What, bit, what disturbed them even more than this was there were some uh, cats there with, uh, with the tenderly bodies that were, began to give chase. The group uh, took off running from these cats, a wise decision, but uh, found that they were go going, going to be unable to escape and chose to, uh, to fight. While this was going on, a, uh, a Mr. Chambers, Wyatt, was, uh, grabbed, by, was uh, grabbed as he was in pursuit of uh, some of the League members who had, uh, who had uh, come to inspect what they were up to. Uh, the chase caused some uh, fatalities, and Mr. Chambers was arrested by the police. Also at this time, once they escaped from the... Uh, from the cats of Saturn, Owen, one of the uh, members of the group, sustained some uh, fatal blows in a fight. Sadly, he passed, he passed on. But a few days later, uh, another uh, investigator decided to join them, a rather uh, strong, muscly person named Alexios. Alexios uh, had a connection to uh, Damio, and they decided to join, join in the, the fun of trying to find Brendan Sterling. Wyatt, meanwhile, was uh, discovered that he was not only in the custody of the police, but that the police chief was in, in league with the forgotten gentleman. And he, uh, di he disappeared. His location will I'll be revealing later on. This was quite disturbing to the, uh, to the members. But uh, they happily uh, met another uh, investigator willing to join them, a uh, odd Russian man named Boris, who, uh, who, who was, uh, had a shady past in Russia, le leading a group of uh, acolytes is what we will, we will call them. Uh, why he came to America, I do not know, but he, uh, he was here and he join joined in. Once they've uh, exhausted the leads in, uh, in New York, the group decided to head up to the Saugerties. Before they headed out, a Mr. Blake received a letter from a uh, former lover, a, uh, a doctor, Dr. Kalisham, who was the director of the Slaughter Institute in Woodstock, which was not far from, uh, from Saugerties. So they, the group decided that they would investigate the Slaughter Institute since they will be nearby but first they decided to check out, see if they could get a lead on where, where the Ferdinand and Leopold and their uh, thugs went. Once they arrived in Socrates, Mr. Blake and Alexios, they noticed that uh, there was uh, some rather large gentlemen, just a little bit smaller than Alexios, but still very large gentlemen watching them. And most disturbing of all, they were wearing the uh, telltale armband of the League of Forgotten Gentlemen. Mr. Blake uh, demonstrated some quite well uh, hypnotizing skills and convinced them that they should leave. That's, they, they hoped that that would be the end of what who they discovered was known as the Weblin brothers, local bullies of the, uh, of the county. 
after uh, asking a few questions around and finding find and uh, talking to the locals, they discovered that uh, Ferdinand and Leopold and their fellow followers hired the Webland boys to take them up into uh, the Catskill Mountains near the Devil's Pass, a notorious trail up there that is uh, that the Dutch named since they believe that only cloven hoofed people would be able to to walk on it. The group decided, well, we should follow on. And they purchased camping supplies, but realized they did not have a vehicle to make it up into Saugerties. Mr. Blake decided, well, I've since I've sent the Webland boys away, they took it up there before, they obviously have a truck. They went to the Webland boys' home, and there was a truck present, but unfortunately, so were the Webland, Webland boys. They brought all the uh, group into the, the ramshackle hut and uh, held them held them hostage of course our our group of heroes were not hired because of their uh their passivity and a grand melee occurred in this moment damio revealed his uh strange telekinetic powers by ripping the eyeballs out of one of the webland boys this called the caused the younger webland boy to decide to that he'd had enough and he was going to run to get to the truck where he had a bigger gun. Alexios was not going to let this happen, ran him down and caught him. Boris uh, inter interrogated them, but after uh, many years spent, spent in the harsh Russian area in the Cossack region, he uh, executed both Webland boys. Marsden devised a, a way to clean up the area and the they were they quickly vacated the spot and decided that they should head over to Woodstock maybe to lay low. When they arrived at the Slaughter Institute, they were greeted by uh, Dr. Kalisham, who was quite happy to see them. They noticed that most of the institute was empty as uh, they've not been getting recent subjects as they've had a terrible uh, tendency of people disappearing on them. Dr. Kalisham was uh, quite quite frantic uh, to be able to get this solved, so much so that she reached out to a former, uh, former paramour. While they were uh, doing the investigation, they met the other uh, doctor there, uh, Dr. Bertram Winslow, who informed them of a uh, strange device up in the attic that the previous, uh, previous doctor, previous director of the institute had built before he disappeared. A, uh, the group decided that they were going to check this device out on the that night. After going up there, they, uh, Damio and Milton strapped on the device and where they felt that they, they were in a uh, place of a low Marian build, for several hours, they approached the tower that, that Mr. Blake had seen in, the, in his vision before. They decided to turn around and head back. They woke, woke back up and were quite surprised when the other group, all, when the, those still in the waking world, thought they had only been gone for a minute. Seeing an opportunity to possibly investigate further, they, they decided that in the middle of the night, they were going to use this device again. Those plans were upset when a uh, spirit arrived at the Institute, Esmeralda Ash, one of the 
one of the uh, missing patients that disappeared. She was known as being quite uncooperative. Milton and Boris decided to engage, engage with her and she, they soon realized that uh, as strong as the, minded as they were, if they were, they were well beneath her abilities as she, uh, she drained them of their magic and started draining their life at the same time. Marsden, she found quite fascinating as he was able to resist, resist her uh, pull, but she decided that she'd had enough with these meddling investigators and headed back out. They, the next day, after doing a little investigation out in the woods and seeing if they could find any, uh, any clues of where this Esmeralda had come through, they decided that it's the evening, it's time to use the device again. Everyone strapped in except for Alexios and Boris, and they were immediately transported again to dream, dreamland of Lomar. Alexios deciding that uh, after seeing Boris uh, execute two men that he'd had enough, and he uh, quietly snuck, snuck out while Boris was watching the, watching the device. The, the three that found themselves in the dreamlands made their way to the tower, and as they came in, they were greeted by uh, Zelrathos, who uh, an ancient-looking gentleman. But most shockingly of all, he was sitting there laughing and joking with the with their missing companion, Wyatt Chambers. And that is where we will pick up. Excellent. Now you were saying also that you'd like to talk yeah. to uh, Morgan and Jason about what their characters have been doing. So. We will give us the thumbs up when you need us to come back. I shall. All right. So, so Wyatt, as I uh, emailed you, uh, after you were grabbed by the League of Forgotten Gentlemen, they tortured you to try and get information out of you. You uh, were beaten and abused, and then most horrifically of all, ripped from your body and cast into uh, the dreamlands by... Ferdinand. That would have been the end as the Zoogs would have uh, eat, devoured you and your weakened state, but you were happily found by Zel Zelrathos, who was out wandering one day with his, with his friendly cat. He decided that he took pity on you and he's adopted you, and for the past 30 years of Dreamland's time, you've lived here and you've become his adopted son. At times, you think that he's actually breeding, he's actually training you to take over for him when he uh, passes on to take over the leadership. But your stories of your friends has uh, let him let him know that that you still have a connection to what you call the waking world. While here, you uh, cleverly uh, designed a device that you mounted on top of the tower that immediately translates everyone's language to something that they can understand while they are in Lomar explaining why Damio and Milton were able to understand everyone talking. And uh, while there, you've met a Nathaniel Cooper, who has been in the Dreamland's time at the past 10 years. And I'll let Nathaniel introduce his character. Well, you see, uh, Nathaniel E.E. E. Cooper is my name, a, a poet by trade. And uh, well, after reading uh, good old Walden, I was inspired to join the uh, Transcendentalist movement and uh, found a cabin of my own. 
Um, and I've been researching and trying to find a better way to distance myself from society. Um, and in doing so, I met a peculiar gentleman named Randolph Carter who talked about a land of dreams. And uh, after discovering a recipe of local moonshine in the Woodstock area um, that allowed me to travel to this place, I've been spending as much time as I possibly can here uh, and hope that it uh, gets my creative energies flowing. Uh, it's become a home away from home. And sometimes I struggle to remember what the waking world is even like anymore. Excellent. Do either of you have any questions you'd like to ask before we clear the others back on headset? I need to know what my um, luck and my sanity would be now. Your sanity is back to, uh, after 30 years here, your sanity's recovered back to what you started at. All right. Your luck, we'll just do a normal luck improvement roll. Um. So it'd be back to like back to where my base would be. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So seventy-five, and no. So just seventy-five. Okay. One thing you uh, both have uh, been learned how to do is you've is learned. Paul, yes, right? it is. It oh, is yes. Paul. Yeah. Get something. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. You both have uh, learned that you are able to uh, create items out of thin air with a simple uh, power roll, but you get a bonus dice if that was uh, an item that you actually owned while you were in the waking world to create. Oh, so I think I would have my uh, armor and all that good I, stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm going to find it to look like uh, like it would be to fit in here. Nice. I'll give him thumbs up. All right. The uh, all right. So uh, the three of you, Damiel, Milton, and Marsden, you uh, had just uh, entered into the tower, and you saw uh, the old man laughing and choking with Wyatt. And he stands up when you walk in, and he goes, "Welcome, welcome." Wyatt, father, that—that's the guys I told you about. Ah, oh, they did come. Zeal, Zeal was correct. He did say that he'd be able to get them to our city. I run over and give Marsden a big hug. Lift them off the ground. You—you you disappeared. It only took you 30 years to find me. Uh, it hasn't been that long for us, just days. Uh, yeah, 29 years, 11 months, and five days. We thought that the, uh, the police had done something to you. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I am, but I'm here, if you understand. I mean, where your, your body is. Yeah. Yes, I suspect you're up by Devil's Pass, actually, with someone else occupying your form. Unless they just took him out into the back and killed him. Now, Keith, what is the gentleman's name again? The, my adopted father? Zelrathos. Z E L R A T H O S. Zelrathos. 
uh, excuse my manners. Uh, this is Zalatoth, and then I introduce everybody individually to him. Ah, good, and, good. Is he? Uh, are, are they from the same region as your uh, your one friend, Nathaniel? Yeah, so relatively, yes. Is Nathaniel oh. here? Uh, yep, yeah, he's kind of like sitting maybe in an alcove reading when you heard. Yes, do you need something? These are my friends I've been yammering on about all these years. Oh my god. Well, charmed to meet you. Uh, you know, you hear somebody talk about someone for nine years, uh, you, you know, get a hankering to meet them. Aha. Uh, Marston Lethbridge uh, is the name. This is uh, Dracos Blake. Uh, Where are you? What's the last thing you remember from the terrestrial realm? Uh, well, uh, it was a nice uh, sunny day out um, when I decided to come here and um, well, unless anything disastrous has happened, um, by my calculations, I went to sleep maybe three days ago, your time with the terrestrial world. And so. it seems to you like it's been nine years? Uh, 10, about 10, coming up on 10. But you came here intentionally. Oh, yes. Uh, what mechanism did you employ? Well, during a prohibition, I got a hankering for this local moonshine. And it turns out the, uh, well, what they decided to use uh, it's pretty potent for getting here, so. So a drug of some sort. We've used a machine, something that Wyatt, you would be very interested in seeing, I imagine. How did you get here? Well, you remember those mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging troglodytes? Yeah. Oh, tied me to a chair, sliced me up, beat me, kicked me, punched me. I think they shot me, I'm not sure. And then I woke up uh, on these and I described the planes and these creatures and um, and and then I look and I go, my new dad here took me in and helped me. He, he saved my life and he's brought me here and helped raise me. And I mean, I've been here longer than I was on Earth. Keeper, does he look like he's aged 29 years? Uh, he has not. He does not. Well, Forgive us, we're still getting used to this whole concept. I mean, we've always sort of had the notion that when you dream, you, it actually doesn't take as long in the real world, but. Yes, well, you, well, you see when the conquistadors came over here looking for the fountain of youth, uh, they were looking in the wrong place. Fountain of youth. Now are we talking about, is this the fountain of youth? Well, being here, it is in a way. Think about it. I've gotten 10 years out of three days. That's an eternity for us humans. So out of time you can find down here. Uh, I don't remember why, if we had found the information yet when you were with us, but we were heading up towards an, uh, an institute, the, the Slaughter Institute, New York. Do you remember that, Wyatt? Um, vaguely, vaguely, I remember 
electrocuting the guy and then being in the hospital and everything after the hospital is just kind of flashes and punches and lots well, we're, of Well, we are currently at that institute. We've discovered that I, there is a machine in the upstairs that was built by a previous director and it allows us to come into this Lomar. But nearby, uh, a few miles away, those brutes that may have killed you, they're all held up in a, a mountain, I don't know, fortress. or There's something up there in the mountains where they all are. We know the general direction of it. If I'm to go back and help you, wh where would I appear? Like, I don't know what's maybe your friend there knows. Uh, why? I've told you. I've told you this. Uh, I think about five years ago, if you recall, uh, you wake up where you where you went to sleep. Right, well, but I might is, be in a coma. You might mm -hmm. be in the grave. Or, yeah. Uh, I, I, there, there's tales um, in the time that I've been here of dreamers who die in the waking world and then live on forever here. Oh, that, yes. could, uh, that could be uh, what's happened to you, Wyatt. Um, but, I mean, that's no small tragedy. Uh, well, it's not a tragedy at all. I don't know why I called it a small. That's nothing. If, if that's the case... Wasn't there something that we were figuring out how to do with crystal where we could transfer oh. your mind into some other body? Ah, you, you speak of the crystal of Nafkan. Uh, yes, I think we ran into the reference for that and how to create it. Yes, um, we have. Too. Must have been a very old reference. Uh, that, that, from what I understood, that knowledge was lost when Lomar fell. Now, you're referring to Lomar where you are in the past tense? The Lomar, the, the Lomar that was in uh, actually in the waking world is what I refer to. In so this universe. city existed in the real world at one point. Long, yes, yes. long ago. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. Nathaniel summed that, that up. Long time ago by your your uh, counts of years. Uh, an eternity by our count of years. So that perhaps that's what you're seeing, Milton. And if you look, I don't have any of my facial scars. Uh, Zelrathos, um, we yes. were familiar with the crystal of Nav Khan. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with a group of renegade Lamarians who are attempting to take over bodies in the waking realm in order to uh, reconstruct some sort of new Lamarian civilization? I've heard uh, stories of a uh, of a Lomarian that that proposed that back back when Lomar stood a Thetranos. Uh, you're not saying that he perfected that and was able to uh, do that. That would be most blasphemous and evil. He uh, strikes me as um, a, a rather high scorer on the blasphemy and evil scale. Uh, he's taken several. Uh, unwilling captives from the waking world and uh, replace them with the essences of ancient Lemurians. And they're uh, right now uh, attempting to work some uh, horrific work. Oh, that is, that is most uh, 
most distressing uh, to do that and to upset upset the timelines would uh, have consequences that he might not know about or even care about. Like I, I feel sorry for your world. I look towards Zalathos and I say, "Is there anything that we can do to help Earth?" Uh, there might be. I would have to uh, go consult consult with Arapathos to uh, to find out. He is the most uh, knowledgeable. You remember? Yeah. But first, uh, the I have we have dinner. Uh, coming, I was told told that we had visitors not long ago, and I anticipated that that we'd have some here. I was only told two, but we can easily uh, cook up some more zug for the for the third. Ooh, zug. Oh, you are in for a treat. Uh, they definitely know how to cook zug here. Sounds better than head cheese. Not familiar with that, but uh, it it is quite tasty. Zeal, Zeal uh, catches them and brings them here himself. Uh, these Zugs are um, terrestrial creatures. Uh, they're they're quite nasty little buggers. Uh, they lurk and they skulk around in the woods by the uh, the stairs of slumber. Yeah, but uh, they taste delicious. Why? Yes. It's like like come 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 come. Was there was there a long line behind you? Was there a long line? Not really. Not really. Oh well, they know it's uh, it's no it's dinner time. Most of the time, they come here asking for for simple things like sh should they plant plants and all. I've tried to uh, teach them to to move on, but something about about the uh, the remnants of Lomar and their uh, their their bowing down to the leaders back then remains. Mm -hmm. But they they will be fine. It's not often that we get get so many visitors that are friends of my son. Shall I tell them to come back in the morning? Oh, yes, please, yes. Can I go off and attend to the crowd? So we, in theory, could stay here quite a while and go right back. Oh, yes. Three, yeah. three years a day, we could say. Uh, I believe that's what uh, um, Nathaniel had worked out. Uh, I've never... Three, three years and a quarter, give or take a couple weeks. Well, how long did we tell uh, 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 Alexios and uh, the Russian fellow that we were going to be in the machine? Well, as uh, on last use, you woke up spontaneously after only a couple of minutes, which you perceived as hours. I assume they'll just expect us to snap too fairly soon. And should anything untoward occur in the waking realm, I'm sure they'll rouse us. Okay, so we could disappear at any moment. Oh, well. Um, you could always re return home at any moment, moment or disappear at any moment. I'm not sure sure how that would occur without your uh, your desires, but... I'm uh, learning much about your world. We have people watching over us. They could wake us up. Oh, they could pull I... us back. Safety mm. precaution. Mm. One thing I... that does strike me as being potentially dangerous for being asleep for so long, like in the multiple days, that surely there's the concern about dehydration and potentially dying of thirst. 
Yeah, uh, don't worry. I, I remember in, a, in about a, a year from now, I should return, uh, drink some water, have a nice meal, and then come back for another stint of a decade or so. And if you, where you know, you've never gone back, Wyatt, so I don't know how your body could actually be alive. Hmm. I quite enjoy it here, actually. I spent the first few years working on a translation device on the tower. So all visitors can understand one another. Hmm. That explains nice. it. We were having this discussion on the on the first trip, wondering how we were able to communicate between uh, between each other. Oh, once once Wyatt comes back from the door, Zelrithos uh, rises and he's like, uh, "Please, please, we have uh, we have wine and uh, and and a meal meal set. Zeal will be joining us. I'm quite excited. And you are something of a high priest here, Zelrithos. Oh, uh, they look to me as uh, as their." What uh, Wyatt has explained to me almost be like a king, although that is not not the uh, what I would like. I've been trying to uh, get the Lomarians to just live on their own. You know, we're a very, uh, for the most part, a very tranquil, tranquil people, which is why we were so easily overrun by those foul beasts long ago. Mm. Do you know where those things came from? Oh. I, I don't. I mean, you have to understand that uh, most of the history is uh, was an oral tradition for uh, for thousands upon thousands of years, and so it's mostly uh, rumors. Arapathus and I have uh, been able to piece together what appears multiple times and determine that that's probably the closest to the truth that we'll ever know. He, he postulates that there are multiple uh, worlds where one could travel back to that time. He, you go into a uh, large uh, room. Uh, there is a, uh, a, a large table, but instead of like a normal rectangular table where you would sit, there's like a kind of an indentation cut cut in. So you can easily have like three plates kind of around you, all, all the same equal distance, distance from you. You notice one chair is uh, almost like a... Is much higher than the others. Not like a baby's high chair. Just sits up, sits up higher, like someone much shorter would be be sitting on it normally. And he goes, "Oh, please, please uh, have a have a seat. Have a seat. Uh, Zeal will be joining us. He's just supervising the last of the cooking." So, uh, how how did you? Uh, how did you uh, find this this machine? Uh, you said said that someone else had built it. You can Some tell years ago, right? Yeah, he kind of nod yeah, and all, and then the uh, door opens and some servants bring in like uh, some platters and it smells amazing, much better than head cheese for uh, Milton there. I, I forget and, the name of the person who invented the machine, but when we Nick. mention him. Do they know who it is? Oh, Dr. Nesbitt? They do not. They don't recognize that name at all. I thought he would have come to yeah. 
And uh, behind the servants, you see a uh, Theodore the cat walking behind behind them. And uh, he hops up into the into the high chair, and he looks at. He goes, "Oh, my friends, you're uh, you're here." Oh, come now, Milton. Pick that, pick that jaw up. Uh, surely you, you uh, must not think that us cats in the waking world sleep and don't go anywhere. Why do you think we sleep so long? We have our duties here in the in the in the actual world. Well, bear in mind where we first met. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, in the in that that strange house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, a bit better. A bit stuck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the three of you can make a sanity roll for seeing a talking cat. Yeah. <laughs> that blew my mind. Uh, and I lost me. it. <laughs> it's only one point. It's just like, what? But 30 out of 80, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, I passed. The problem isn't the cat that talks here, it's that the cats in the regular world know what things that they pretend not to around us that's urban mm. well is they're arrogant <laughs> well you you uh it's not that we pretend we don't know it's that uh i hope you don't take offense to this uh sometimes subspecies is not worth uh bothering bothering with 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 them just like you don't explain to ants we don't explain to you well, if you uh, tipped us off about the litter box a few centuries earlier, you would have been a great, more, great deal more comfortable yourselves. Uh, yes, that was a uh, that was a, is a primitive but effective. Yes. Like, but, but uh, as you uh, as I'm sure uh, Zelroth also alluded to, my my true name is Zeal. That's uh, what I, I I go by. I. Did appreciate that you gave me a name, Mister Blake. But uh, if you could kindly call me Zeal from now on, I'll probably be a little more receptive. I'll make a note of that. Ah, now, how do you how do you direct the cooking of the zoo without you know these fellows? Oh, it's a simple of uh, telling them how long it needs to be on there. What what spices they need. I found that that you people uh, tend to like it a little more cooked than I do. I like mine pretty raw. Well, you like your zoo veritably bleeding, Zeal. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, sometimes if they if it doesn't kick when I bite into it, it's uh it's too cooked. But but please please ha- eat eat eat. Nay. Kind of uh, sits back and Zelrothos and Zeal they they start talking and Zelrothos goes he goes uh they're lo- they're looking for some of the crystals ah yes I I I had heard them saying that that in the, the waking world I was I was unable to uh, relay to and our our uh, in that world our vocal cords have not developed enough. Hmm. Those uh, we could uh, we could teach them. Mm. Yes, we have a set of instructions and uh, some raw materials, but uh, it might you might be able to uh, correct some subtle errors in the uh, instructions that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Velrothos kind of looks at you. He's like, uh, and who would be the one attempting to make these uh, crystals? Uh, I, I'm primarily responsible for the project. Ah. Tell me, uh, do you like hats? Um, I understand their utility. Mm. Can you make one appear on your head? Um, not in the waking world. Let me try it here. Right here. And give me a power roll. I just called them, aren't I? <laughs> Are there books on the shelf where Nathan was sitting? Oh, there, oh. there's lots of books. I yes. keep lots of books around. Mm -hmm. As as that's going on, I want to see if I can make one of the books come to me using telekinesis. Okay. Uh, Marzen, how'd your power roll go? Hard success. All right. What type of hat would you like to appear on your head? Oh, um, <laughs> no handy props. Why is my stew drawer? Um, you know, a, a, a tricorn, I, I guess. Oh. He, uh, he kind of chuckles. And uh, Damiel, how'd your uh, telekinesis go? I missed by two, so I'll spend two luck to make it work. Okay. All right. Yep. One of the books starts uh, floating over. Oh, you, you also read Thoreau. I just wanted a book. I'm just going to hold the book in the air and see if, mm. it, if it works. Okay. Give me another telekinesis roll. Mm, I'd have to spend too much for that one. So yeah. it's in my head. Yeah. Mm. And uh and nod. And now once you're uh once you've uh got the hat, yeah, Zolrothos goes, Oh, you are a, a uh, of a strong mind. It, I will uh, take you to Arapathus. He'll he'll be able to assist you in uh, creating those crystals. That would be uh most uh generous of you. And uh if you if you're correct in your belief about the disturbance of the timeline, it might be beneficial for many others. Yes, yes, it, yes, it would. They upset it too much. It could be even disastrous on our end. After all, can there truly be a dreamlands if there's no one left to dream? Right. The cats are awake a few hours a day. After all, they must have some purpose there. Oh. Zeal looks up. He's like going. Our purpose is to uh, make sure that that you guys don't cause too much trouble. To knock things off shelves. Oh well, that's because you keep putting things in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, the meal uh, passes on. It's you know it's it's a typical, almost like a Mediterranean style. Uh, pace of eating so it takes several hours <laughs> but the wine is quite good if you uh, sample it it's probably the best food you've had even beating out the jambalaya that that was at the uh, hotel that you stayed at in Socrates. Nathaniel oh. are there any books you have on powers of the mind 
telekinesis. No, no, I'm uh, quite amazed at your uh, your capability. Uh, it would save so much time when you want to switch books instead of having to walk all the way over there. Although well, here, you can simply conjure the next one. This isn't a dreaming ability, though. It's an ability I actually have in the waking world. Now that is something I'd like to see. Where are you sleeping? Oh, I am sleeping in a, a family cabin in the woods in the uh, woods by in the Woodstock area, New York. Oh, quite convenient to uh, our physical location, in fact. Oh, do you, know the, do you know the Slaughter Institute? I'm familiar. I've passed it a couple of times. It's haunted. Uh, hmm, is it so? Most fascinating the things that you overlook. Hmm. Perhaps that... the. Uh, no, I was going to say, perhaps the uh, there's more intriguing things in the waking world than I give it credit for. You should visit once in a while. Do you have any books here that don't exist in the waking world? Oh, there are plenty of them, but I don't have them here, here. Uh, there's a library in Ulthar that's quite uh, stocked with good reading material, um, but it's been a couple of years since I've been down there last. When he said Althar, uh, Zeal perked up and he goes, oh, I wasn't aware that you had been to my, my homeland. Yes, it's quite a, quite a lovely place. You say you, uh, you definitely know where to put things in the right spots, so. That we do, that we do. <sighs> Were you gonna say something, Milton? I was just gonna mention about the, about the comment about ghosts that I'm not too sure it's actually a ghost per se, but something that could very easily be mistaken as one. In fact, actually, there's your the uh, you're the wise uh, the wise man here, the someone that's connected. Um, I'm going to describe uh, the uh, dear ghostly assailant from last night. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. The bride, yes. Esmer Esmeralda. Ash. That's the one. Yeah, and see if. The, does that description ring any bells? It, Do you know her it, by a different name? No, I I'm not not familiar with uh, with this this person. Yeah. I suppose you that's could, a good thing for you then. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if she's anything like you described, I I would not want to uh, to encounter her. She sounds like uh, very strong-minded. Yes. With some very now, questionable morals. Now, Father, if what my friends from the waking world say is going on, it would be dangerous for the Earth as it would be for the dreamland. I'm duly obligated to, to help them, but I don't know if I should go back to my body. And of course, I give you my word that I will return and continue my training. He goes, uh, I, I, I see the wisdom in, in your, in, in your, your, in your statements. He's like, um, I agree that, that just hopping back to your body could be quite dangerous. Uh, maybe you could, uh, journey in the, uh, the crystal and be, still be able to advise them. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to find a willing uh, 
willing body to transfer with, just remember to, that forcing someone out of their body is uh, against all of our laws. I remember. If possible, go ahead. We might find someone, uh, someone perhaps who's not got a mind in a hospital in a coma. Uh, that kind of thing, a body. Um, well, hey, it, it could just, uh, just be Wyatt, just, just be ensure, just, just touch their mind at first. Remember if they're, they're in what you described as a coma, they're, they're somewhere here in this, in the, in the lands. Now, if I understood Mr. Cooper correctly, if someone is in the dreamland, which is where this Lomar is, and their body dies in the waking world, they remain here eternally. But does anybody ever come here because they are killed in the waking world? Uh, if they have, I've not met them. But, uh, but, but the world is quite large, and I don't want to say that, that it has never occurred. You see, I haven't entirely given up on getting Wyatt his actual body back. We just don't know in whose possession or in what condition it is. Well, I would feel much more comfortable uh, if we could locate uh, my dear friend's body in the waking world before he made such an attempt. Uh, otherwise, we could lose him forever. Well, of, of course. But we talked about food and drink. How could he have been here for 40 years? Unless somebody's keeping him alive. Maybe you are in a hospital. Could be in a hospital, or I could my body could have passed, and I'm just here now, where I belong. Or Perhaps your body if you could were... be in a very bad state. We need to rescue you. If someone used the crystal to force. Wyatt out of his body so they could take it over, would that have sent him here? Yes, it, yes, it, it could have. And uh, I think that he was, uh, from what I've gathered, he was forced out by someone that had an attachment to, to Lomar. Maybe not this Lomar, but an old Lomar, which is why he was dropped so near, near to us. Yes. I think I think Wyatt's body is with the Nazis. So in theory, if I was in a stone and you located your body, me, you I could just jump back down. into my body, forcing him out and maybe get the upper hand on whoever is there. But if I jumped in by myself, it would be a precarious situation. You remember well, Father, when I came here, how angry I was! It took ten years just to calm, to calm my. Oh, he's still a little angry. Oh, but well, we 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 don't lose all our personality. But yes, I I do remember the the yelling yelling at the uh, the walls and at the sky. I did not understand it at the time, but I begin. I'm beginning to to understand. But, but yes, uh, so uh, then this is Zeal talking. He goes, uh, so uh, Marsden, uh, how about we uh, 
head out tomorrow to uh, go meet uh, to introduce you to a rap rap rapathus, and uh, we can get started on those stones. Uh, I would be delighted. Um, I, in fact, um, I don't need to wait until tomorrow. Oh, well, I uh, I need to uh, head back to the waking world for a bit. Very well. Um, uh, how do we arrange accommodations here? Oh, we and Zelrithoth speaks up. He goes, "Oh, we have uh, we have rooms up on the third floor. Uh, no, uh, as I was told, is called room service. So uh, you will have to uh, make the beds yourself." I was surprised to see that there were servants here at all. I would expect such an advanced civilization to be more egalitarian. Well, everyone needs uh, jobs, of course. Mm. Jobs yeah. in the dream worlds. I, uh, I don't know about any of you, but I'm completely overwhelmed. I need some time to process. I think I'll just go sit over there. <laughs> well, Damiel, remember, dream work, teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, I think I want to get back. <laughs> so uh, and with that uh zeal zeal hops up and he he goes i i'm going to head head to my room to uh to get some get some rest and make sure that no one's uh messing with me that that dreadful dog in the real world he smells awful such a subhuman creature he's a he's a riley one from what i understand oh yeah it came in handy at, at one time. I bid you uh, good night, and I will see you in the morning, Mr. Let Lethbridge. Thank you for your kindnesses. And he kind of hops down, stretches like cats do, and then uh, kind of bounds out, out the door. So getting used to. Oh, you know, it, it only took me about three years. You'll get the hang of it eventually. Uh, uh, Damiel, was it? Uh, yes. Uh, how long have you been able to to move objects with your mind? Well, let me tell you the story. Um, I was raised a uh, very strict Greek Orthodox uh, Christian, and um, recently I encountered um, someone, something that enlightened me and showed me that something had happened in my childhood. Uh, my parents had actually done something to suppress my abilities. Um, once I'd sort of begun to experiment with this, it, uh, it kind of shattered my religious faith. Uh, I'm still kind of in the process of trying to figure out what I believe. But since then, I've been practicing. So it's only been about uh, a month, maybe a little longer, that I've been trying to do this. And I have limited success. I'm, I'm able to do it at times and at other times not. But I want to make it a much more controllable you know, ability. I, I see. It's not normal for people to have these kind of abilities. Uh, Milton can 
Milton and, and the Russian fellow and all that. They seem to be able to commune with the dead. Um, but I kind of, no offense, Milton, but nobody can see them but you or, 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 or the Russian fellow. Um, Y'all can see me move something with my mind and see it. I mean, that poor fella that I fucked his eyes out. Well, I'm not normally able to see the dead. That's, that's not how this thing works as far as I've been able to tell. But you have, like, okay, you have prophecy? Well, more clairvoyance, being able to, able to see where things are, to follow sympathetic connections to things, uh, maybe see the occasional thing that's unseen, but not generally ghosts. I mean, that's why my, my day job is debunking such things. I'm getting, can you confuse him with the Russian fellow? Um, yeah, he's the he's the one that sees dead people. And then Mars, can you 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 do the cards, right? Yes. Also an imperfect science, but I'm developing it. So for a while there, I felt a little out of place until I suddenly discovered that I could move mind. It it takes a lot of it, it, concentration. Well, I am most impressed by all of you. These are uh, quite, quite remarkable. Well, well you discovered magic moonshine. That's rather impressive. Yes, but that was uh, <laughs> quite by accident. I'm What's already... the special ingredient? I don't know. They won't tell me. No. It's not a Pappy's brand product, is it? No, no. Just it's a, a couple of the local boys cook it up in a shed. Oh, I hope it wasn't the Weblin brothers. I don't believe so. Nasty old boys. I guess my religious background makes me ask the question, who's in charge of all of this? In charge of what now? Well, I mean, we're always wondering who made the world, who made the universe, who hit the dreamlands. Obviously, this has all come from somewhere. Well, I, I met a man. Uh, well, that's how I learned of this place's existence in the first place and tried to find a way to find it. Uh, his name was Randolph Carter, and he set out to find such a person. Uh, and he advises strongly against following in his footsteps. So I have no intentions of, of doing so. Um, man who went looking for God and found something and then wishes that he hadn't. It sounds exactly. like a novel novel written by some crazy author but at least in this area of the dreamlands this man runs it and i point at that to my dad and we call this a city a lomar where was it originally located do you know oh it was uh look located at the uh, north pole really Yes. But at that time, it wasn't as uh, cold as it, it's been explained uh, to me now that uh, apparently the poles are frozen now. Time being, yes. Hmm. But there have been many uh, periods of varying climate uh, and different positionings even of the continents themselves. Ah uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing, uh, nothing that can withstand the march of time. 
Now, one thing that came up in some of the books that we looked at previously was this uh, running theme about hollow earth theory. Uh, I'm not sure if it's me as a player thinking of stuff that I've read about this or if it's stuff that's come up in game, but isn't there supposed to be an entrance to the hollow earth up at the North Pole? Yes, there was. Ah. Both poles. Admiral I Bird don't... apparently flew into it. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, me saying that there's one at the North Pole, that's one of the uh, pieces that we've been able to put together. I've never actually confirmed that that there is. Because I've never been to your world. Oh, so you're not a survivor of ancient Lamar. Oh, you're, no. you're a Lamarian of, of the dreamlands. Oh, yes. yes. You were born here. Yes, over, uh, over 90 years ago. So perhaps oh. if you came to our world, you'd be a dream person. Hmm. Most, that is a most curious uh, supposition. I'm not sure what would happen. I must, uh, I'll have to talk to Zeal what he thinks. He's the most experienced uh, one around. And why? You haven't attempted to awake and failed? I mean, and I go like that on my face, my scars are gone. Um, anything I want, I learn to, through proper teaching, to try and dream lack of better terms, dream for, and I have it. And I have a new family and he's teaching me everything about this, this realm. And, and when, when you ask that question, Marzen, you see uh, Zelrathos gets a troubled look on his face and uh, he goes, um, sadly, uh, Wyatt would not be able to wake like Nathaniel would. Someone that has been uh, forced here against their will they are often uh, trapped. Yes, yes. And again, we don't know. We do not know the disposition of Wyatt's earthly body if he still has one. We were talking about this without thinking about Wyatt. Though Wyatt said that you don't want to leave. I mean, I will assist my good friends in saving Earth, especially if it will in turn Loma. I mean, I've been groomed for 30 years here to assist my father. <clears throat> so, well, if you want to return, we'll do what we can. And of course, the period after return is quite troublesome because, uh, well, it's rather obnoxious to not be able to conjure it uh, thinks it's your hand. Always oh, hard to remember where you put I... things pull off the thing and I take out my the the chain whip and I go I've been 20 years since I've needed to but and I hook it back on my waist and we're peaceful here well I'm I'm beside myself I'm I have to sit and, and process but you I promise all of you you have my full assistance and then I will return by my father's side. Oh, and Zelrathos goes, that is wonderful to hear. But uh, 
whereas uh, Damio uh, is uh, wide awake and Marston, uh, I've uh, gathered that he's awake. I have been up for many hours and now I, I must uh, head to bed. I bid all of you uh, good night. Uh, although it's ironic here, the sun never rises. So it's always this, uh, this shade, but I will see you in uh, eight hours, I believe, is the standard sleeping time for your species. Except that it's actually 49 years for us. So yeah, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> one, one. A, a smile. He has a very warm smile that even extends into his eyes. And he's like, he's like, I understand. I understand the confusion. And before he even stands up, I'm at his side to assist him. And I walk with him to, you know, he gets He goes, he goes, uh, you promised that they would come, and they, they did. They did, and I am glad. Mm -hmm. I they would. Cooper. Yes. Do I understand correctly that people in here sleep? The, they do. Do they dream? Sometimes. Well, none of this seems remotely scientific. Uh, <laughs> Dean Marsden, that's what I've been saying. I think there's a dream world for the dream world. They say I'm, I'm... Well, from what I've heard, there's a dreamlands for every planet in the solar system. I've heard Zeal talk about his stints to the moon. Didn't, um, didn't, uh, uh, that that author, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, say everything is but a dream within a dream. Oh. Maybe it's literally a dream within a dream and a dream within that and a dream within I strongly that. suspect that he's been here at some point in his life. Mm. What is I wonder about uh, the effects of excessive laudanum consumption on that travel mechanism. Well, the the trouble is, is people slowly lose the touch of coming here as they grow older. Mm. Uh, so most of us need something to help us. So those of us who are fortunate to find such things are, are quite blessed. Uh, how do you occupy? Zelrathal uh, said that everyone had to have a job. Do you have employment in the dream world? Well, those who are native to the dream worlds have occupation. Those of us who are dreamers are generally free to do as we wish. Uh, I am a poet by trade in the waking world, and I sometimes lend myself to assist with festivities and celebrations, uh, odes, ballads, uh, whatever events worth celebrating, I try to put on paper. Uh, How is the... Uh... What is the cultural level of dream worlds, Lomar? Well, uh, uh, I was going to say, so they're not. To, uh, they are pro their cultural level, like their technology level, is probably you know, before Wyatt got here, they were probably you know Roman Empire type uh, technology level, but their cultural level, you know, quite quite refined and and advanced. So. Yeah, a lot of them are probably modern people in our world. Well, there, there is a 
there are cities that I've heard um, that are devoted entirely to the arts. Um, I would love to find and visit one someday. Uh, but Lomar, I've called my home for the last uh, nine years, uh, this time in the Dreamlands. And it's quite a pleasant place to be. Right. Uh, any was there anything any thing you would like to do uh, before the morning when when Zeal comes down to collect Mars Marsden? I think I'll wander about. I mean, as long as I can keep my bearings mm -hmm. so that I know where to go, the tower is easy enough to find. Right. Yeah. I was having similar thoughts. Maybe we'll be able to tire ourselves a little bit. And and uh, so that I'll be, you know, suitably sharp when in the morning, when the cat comes back to help me wield technological magic. Do we? Do we have? I'm sorry, you said it earlier. Do we have rooms or? Yes. Yep. They have rooms for you on the third floor. Here, let, let, let me show you up there. All right. So I think I believe uh, this one's unoccupied. We don't often have too many visitors, so I think any in down this hall, you should be fine. And we find simple chambers with low mattresses on the floor and long round pillows. And yep, yep, yeah. Just uh, the beds are kind of uh, they they only come up to maybe like the top of your calf, not quite to your to your knee, but they are uh, soft and do do seem comfortable. Um, well, Cooper, if you uh, are not uh, retiring yourself, you could uh, show Damiel and I. Blake, are you interested? Neighborhood tour. Oh yes, the grand tour. Mm -hmm. I will yeah, All right. Yes. Yeah, so. And Wyatt has told me of your, uh, of of you all over the years, and uh, no, it sounds like you've had quite the, uh, quite the trouble back on Earth. Yes, uh, it's been a it's been a curious uh, bit of time. Have you been paying attention to this Nazi thing at all happening overseas? I, I've heard of it. Most dreadful, most dreadful things mm. that are going on. Well, the uh, ancient Lemurians are uh, teamed up with our homegrown Nazis, and it's an altogether very vile affair. Um, Wyatt, you're not going to believe the changes that Daniel has undergone since you've been away. I, I noticed. I didn't want to talk about it before, but the uh, now when we go outside, I make sure to fully hood myself. I would put it up, but it's going to hit the microphone. So understood. Yeah. Make sure I'm not noticed. Because you're a prince. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the son of the leader. The, the Zelrathos. The wise man. All right. So you get, when you guys uh, head out, uh, the uh, night sky is, you know, still still uh, there. As uh, was implied, it never really changes. The stars are out in the uh, various uh, 
street lights are just have a glowing globe in it. So definitely not electricity have a, have a going, but you do notice there are less people on the street than when you arrived. So there's just some sort of consensus about what qualifies as night, maybe after three meals, and then right. people retire to, where do they go when they dream? That's what I debate about a lot, but. I, I, I tell you, Wyatt, there has to be a dream within the dream. I mean, you dream here, I dream here, uh, others dream here. It, so it makes me question the very nature of reality people. itself. Yeah, so it's to say we've identified the waking world at all. What if the waking world is also a dream? You see, the way I look at it, Damiel, is that the only reality you can find is inside your mind. What's reality for you is different than reality for me, different than Wyatt here, uh, different for good zeal. Uh, so who's to say there is a reality at all? Well, if we, if, if we go by Descartes, the only person that we really know exists is ourselves. There's no way to actually prove the existence of anybody else. We could all we could be locked up in a nut house somewhere uh, against a padded wall, imagining all of this. Who knows? See, Milt, uh, Marsden started to get that already. Milton and Damiel, you should try it. Just think of an apple, and and take a bite. Okay. Uh, if you attempt that, give me a power roll. And I'm thinking of figs. Figs, okay. Uh, 82, no luck. No. Nope. Oh, wait, wait. I've got, yeah, that's a pass, actually. That oh, okay. Yeah. Power. So that's a regular. So you get like a, a couple figs. They don't look, you know, like quite as scrumptious as maybe you were hoping they, they would, but they do look edible. They how do they taste? Uh, tastes a little old. You know, like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I got a regular success on my pal, but I'm thinking of something like bread. There's no way I'm volunteering fruit into my into my hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, you get a, a a bread that uh, a loaf. Has maybe uh, been left out of the bread box for a few hours. You know how it starts getting a little hard on the outside. And uh, whole meal. So I try and go like this and pull out a fig and a, and a bread and hand it to them. Okay. Uh, remember, you get a bonus die because mm -hmm. uh, 67 and then a 57. So it is a little shy of a, I just a normal success. Okay. Yeah, kind of get it. They are better than, than what they had just because of your experiences of being here and the practice. Here you go. All right. So as you uh, kind of wander around, uh, you start getting a map of the city in your head. And um, Damio, Milton, and Marsden, you can give me a combined intelligence navigate role to try and map it out in your head so like the, if you were to walk it again you could find your way without, without having someone assist you so we roll for both of those if you just roll once and you just have to pass both of them so it's usually navigates usually the one that's going to be lower 
Yeah, I I couldn't pass the navigate, but I definitely passed. I'm not burning seventy-two luck to pass the navigate. No, but I do assume I don't want to ever go farther than we can see the tower. So right, yeah. Yeah, I'd only have to burn 20 luck, but I'm not really worried about getting lost at Lenmar. Okay. Yeah. So uh, after uh, walking around, uh, you uh, come uh, come to this uh, large yellow poppy field. It's uh, kind of on the edge of edge of town, and uh, it rem definitely reminds you of the uh, smell of the uh, trap that was in Argus's home. So, Wyatt, uh, Argus has smuggled some of these seeds back to reality. This was what was growing in the greenhouse where I got clonked on the noggin. Need to inform Wilder and also tell uh, the gentleman when you see him tomorrow about with with the seal about that. Yes, Arapathus. Further, further uh, indications of a. A criminal invasion, or do you think that they grew these in ancient Lomar? Would I know that? Um, well, they wouldn't know it either. So, yes, and the the time since the uh, Lomarians were uh, came to this place. It's unfathomable for a, from our conception of time. Although, if someone who is visiting the dream worlds when they die stays here forever, there could be ancient Lemurians somewhere in the dream worlds that we could consult. They wouldn't necessarily be in dream Lomar, though. Sure, they could be. They could be all over the place, and from the sounds of it, uh, some of them are uh, well, a little busy in the waking world. Oh, we're not discounting the fact that there is possibly something else, too. Heaven, hell, who knows? We didn't know this existed. I don't think this is heaven. More That's like certain. purgatory, if you believe in stuff like that. But Well, I, I do not, but I, I can see the uh, that perspective. Lack of scientific rigor makes it feel slightly hellish to me. <laughs> It took quite a bit of time to get used to that, but as you see, I've made my armor, I've, you know, replicated, you know, and then with dreams, you could dream that electricity is still a problem, but I'm working on theories. See, the, those of us who are of a more artistic bent, a little less scientifically inclined, are uh, well, quite at home here. Mm. I mean, I meditate daily. I have expanded my my thought process twelve steps down. But do they have coffee? Oh, sure. I'll conjure some hot <laughs> some coffee into my hand. All right, give me a roll. That is the only way we could get coffee. At All right, a twenty-two like is a hard success on that. Oh yeah, that's a good cup of coffee. Hmm. Much better. But well, we do have quite an array of teas, and I've learned to like them very much. Teas. 
two inches in. All right. So you guys wander around. Get a feel for the place. Yeah, you get a feel for the place. The only thing that's really remarkable is the tower and the poppy field. Besides that, it's uh, looks like a city, you know, uh, of residents and all. You don't notice a lot of businesses. It seems like, uh, as Nathaniel implied, a lot of art galleries and 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 all. But they, it isn't like they've developed a laissez-faire capitalist society. It's peaceful, pre-modern, pretty, and dreamy. Mm-hmm. All right. I have to further activities until the morning. All right. You guys head back, and uh, if you uh, go to sleep, you sleep. Uh, you don't re- when you wake. You don't remember a dream of of, of any kind. Could have been you were so tired, or you know your mind was so worn out from such a new new environment, but. Yeah, you know, the day day arrives. It's still dark outside, though. <laughs> and uh, Marsden, you you wake up to uh, the sound of uh, uh, scratching at your door. Uh, now, Zeal, can you uh, work the door yourself, or do you still require human assistance for that? Oh, uh, in in here, I still still require human assistance. They've uh, built the handles too high for me. I see you sleep as heavy here as you uh, you do at home. Well, have you been watching me for a while? Oh well, I I'm only in in what what you call the waking world for a few hours, like your time. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'm uh, ready to go when you are. How far is this Arapathus fellow? Oh, he's on the e- edge of town. Uh, he's, uh, he's on the opposite side of, uh, of the poppy fields. I, I understood that you uh, visited those last night. Yes, yes. And I visited uh, an ersatz version in the waking world. Do you mm. know if those seeds existed on earth or if they can only originate in the dream oh they originated in the dream i that's one of the reasons why i chose to hang out at that that house i was most curious where those poppies came from oh yes um how do how does one move something from the oh we've heard about a way to move some things from the dreamlands haven't we mm-hmm Yes, this, uh, it just takes a, uh, a force of mind to bring it back. Now, of course, the smaller the object, the easier it is to move between the worlds. Like, you couldn't bring this building with you, but... No, seeds are essentially ideal. The palm of a hand. You had a very powerful weapon. Yes, uh, yes it was. I, I'm sorry about your friends. I could have warned you I would have. Yes, it's a pity. I mean, it's remarkable they mostly made it back. For that matter, I barely survived and I just on the head. Oh yes, I I forgot about that. I do like your one your one friend. He does scratch my ears quite quite nicely. 
were any of uh, any of uh, the others going to join us? I assume we would have discussed that before retiring. That was an exciting thing that's happened in eight years. Don't have anything else to do, so it's I not the most exciting town in the world. It's not. No. Ask permission to go, my friend. Oh, of course. Of course, of course. Uh, of course, they uh, serve uh, serve breakfast. It's a uh, much uh, lighter lighter fare, but you know it does have little uh, little zoog bits in in the uh, in in the uh, eggs. So, oh, uh, but then uh, then uh, Zilrathos goes. But duty calls. Uh, Wyatt, uh, please uh, give my regards to Arapathus for me. Of course. Because uh, best best of luck. He uh, it can sometimes be absent-minded, but he's always listening. But he is listening. And uh, he uh, he uh, excuses himself, and brushes off his robes, and you, he heads down toward the uh, chamber where you guys entered in, in into the tower at the beginning. Wyatt, how? Oh, did they give you another name here, Wyatt? No. I just go by Wyatt. Uh, what uh, at what time of day does your father begin his um, right visitation? Normally, hmm? so he has a long day of advising the folk. Some days are slower, some days are more, but I'm a plant question. <laughs> I sit on on it with him. I would normally be next then now, but you guys are here. Yes, and it's been a long time since you've seen us. And then I'm elbowing Marston again. It's good to see you, buddy. So I'm glad you're still alive somewhere. We didn't know. Our best theory was that, again, you were, your body had been occupied and that we were going to have to... Uh, grab it back for you. But from the sound of the last treatment you got, I'm, well, I'm glad you've had a good experience here. Um, now, a little bit of ways as we're walking, he loosens up a little bit, a little more like you remember him, but still very much calmer, more centered person than you remember. Sorry, I, knew. I keep interrupting. Please. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, about halfway there, Zeal kind of stops and he's like, Milton, would you mind carrying me the rest of the way? My legs are a little shorter than, than yours and it's uh, quite a workout to stay stay up with you. Oh, sure, no problem. Oh, yes. And he kind of hops up, hops right up, up in there, just how uh, you remember Theodore would with you. <laughs> So you guys uh, progress along. You come to a uh, a building. Uh, you would almost think it would look like a, uh, I want to say like a mission uh, that that the, the Spanish would have built. And uh, there is a tower. And up in the tower, you see a uh, a gentleman uh, sitting there, and he's staring off uh, out out of the city. And you recognize Wyatt and Nathaniel, you recognize it as a, a wrap of this. Now, is there anything as we're 
progressing across Lomar, is there anything about the Serapathus that we should know that you would want to say in front of him? Uh, the only thing that now, now that Wyatt would know about him is that uh, he seems to be actually probably more knowledgeable of Zelrathos, but he uh, shrinks away from, you know, trying to be a, be le the leader of it. Is he older than Zelrathos? Uh, he does not appear to be older than Zelrathos. Are there children in the streets? Yes. And are there old people? Yep. They just are probably very old by my understanding. Yes, they are. Yeah. Very well. Now, why it would why it would know that they that they generally lived about 150 years. All right, so you get get to the mission. Uh, the uh, zeal goes. It's a, it's unlocked. Just be sure before you head up up there, just to let him know you're coming. He can be a little jumpy at times. Uh, why don't you, Cooper? You are acquainted. Oh, of, of course, of course, of course. So I'll, I'll go up there and lightly tap on the uh, the door frame as I'm accustomed to do. And he goes, uh, uh, who, who is it? Uh, it's uh, Nathaniel. Ah, yes. Uh, come, come to do some more reading. Oh, uh, not today, actually. We have some more visitors from the waking world who are uh, eager to talk to you. Uh, more, vi more visitors. Oh, well, uh, two in the last uh, 30 years has been uh, quite, quite a lot. Now more. Yes, there's three this time, in fact. Oh, well, send, send them in. Send them in. I'll wave. I'll wave them in through the door. And he, uh, as you come in, he kind of uh, looks at you, and he looks like he's probably, uh, by your estimate, he would look like he's about in his mid thirties, but if he was just a human being, he goes, "Oh, well, you uh, you weren't kidding, three of them, and you and you brought zeal, yeah." I'm, what do I owe the uh, privilege? Any friends of zeal are uh, are most welcome. Remarkably, we're actually acquainted with zeal in both the waking realm and here. Ah, you are the ones that he said said he would draw here. He, he said he'd set up a uh, a, a sigil that uh, he said once you were able to enter the realms, you would be brought here instead of to the 700 steps. Hmm. Well, a very effective sigil then. Good work, Zeal. Um, goes, oh, oh, thank you. So, sorry about not asking your permission. Uh, it's sometimes so difficult to try and explain things to the simple-minded. Yes, well, uh, be that as it may, uh, Arapathus, um, we uh, have come to ask your assistance. Uh, there have been, um, there's been an incursion of the waking world uh, from uh, a group of ancient real world Lemurians. Hmm. And so we, uh, they're using crystals of Nafeth Ka. What? That is a, a most heinous, uh 
heinous act for them to do. They were a rather heinous bunch, actually. Um, they planned to reestablish a, a, a new Lomar uh, in present day waking earth. Um, they're occupying several persons against their will and trying to uh, collect their entire cabal uh, in order to affect this. Those are the ones that stole my body. Oh, I see. So, so what? What I feared has has occurred. The uh, they've uh, they've uh, started uh, the chain reaction that will sadly destroy your destroy your world. Uh, yes, I don't think they entirely understand what they've gotten up to, but they're not very concerned with the well-being of others in general. So, no, no, uh, they would they would not be. You would be uh, mere nuisances in their goal, in the way of their goals. Yes, well, we intend to be rather more than nuisances, but having some crystals of our own might be uh, might help us affect that. Hmm. Because I have not uh, made those in in many many years. But but with some assistance, I'm sure sure we would be able to. How many would you would you require? Fellows, what do you think? We only really were well. I here's a question, Arapathus. Can we use them to send the ancient Lemurians back? against their will or can we only use them on the parties that are willing ah uh, that's not quite how they work they are uh, can be used as a storage device you can uh, store a person's right. essence in it right uh how many of the gray-eyed uh, sons of bitches do we think are currently up at devil's pass Did we ever ask one of the boys that question, or? Um, Seems to remember we did, and it was quite Before we murdered them violently. Yeah, there was quite a... Now, you didn't ask how many were gray-eyed. You asked how many people went. And oh. so they said there's a, a bunch of them. I feel I'm, there's a, actually... My notes are under that. Oh. <laughs> I feel like there were about 10 names and about half of them were crossed off. I am I finding, finding the handout real quick. There were one, two, three. There were 12 names, six of them uh, crossed out. That's pretty close. Them. And I would need to travel back to either find my body or another one to save the freaking world. Right. I, I expect that there are, I expect that they are now seven because one of them has Wyatt's body, but we're not sure. But since they are currently attempting to open their rift up at Devil's Pass, I think there are no more than seven Lamarians in, in reality right now. And so seven crystals would allow us to capture them Mm. And we could well, put those crystals into a very deep fissure. Well, if we if we get eight crystals, then we can bring Wyatt with us and then still have the seven left over for the Lomarians. 
does I, I and I suppose given that materials shouldn't be a tremendous difficulty to acquire here, adjusting my tricorn. <laughs> Uh, would it would it be particularly taxing to make eight crystals? He goes, oh well, um, yes, it, it would. It would. Uh, you'd be able to make uh, about about one a day. Uh, that would uh, drain you completely. Mm. But but a, a night's nice rest and some a good meal, you'd be well, able could to. Could you could you teach again. us? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, Zeal, Zeal feels it's important, and I can tell by the way he's uh, purring in the corner that he does. Does it take more than one person to make them? No, but it uh, is easier if there's more than one. Well, uh, eight days here should not be more than a handful of minutes in the, in the attic at the sanatorium. I mean, the research facility. If we all make them, it would cut down the days. Mm -hmm. but, but tell me, uh, you say that, that the uh, Lomarians, where, where would they have cast the poor victims? They might be trapped in crystals somewhere. Mm. I had the impression that they were in some kind of tower. And but... a, a, in a tower? What what tower? Well, that's that's part of the problem is working out which tower it is. Hmm. It, it oh, might be a, a tower in ancient Lomar. Ah, can you during the siege? During the siege, why 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 would you think that? Well, we saw the six armed, six legged, unicorn impersonating polar bear type thing. Oh, this is this is most most bad. Like on, uh, we would need need to get get them back. There there is a way. There is a way to cross cross over the uh, the multiple universes and get you back there. There's a a ship, a white ship that I'd be able to that could take you there. We'd have to wait for a full moon to board it, but. And we'd take the crystals to that tower and collect those lost souls. Yes, uh -huh. if they are truly the ones you're looking for, if they if they willingly enter, it would be no no problem at all to get them to enter the crystals. And then take the ship back here and then wake, or wake from ancient Lomar to our present. Well. When you were in, if you were to cross over into ancient Lomar, you would no longer be in the dreamland. You'd be in another universe of the real world. So you would have to come back to the dreamlands to wake back up. And then we would confront the Nazis with the crystals and drive them out of the bodies and put the correct people back in. But the idea seems like a uh, a a plan. I'm not sure what you mean by Nazis. I'm not familiar with this term, but the evil men. Oh, oh, yes. It's another another regime rising up. Uh, how would we force the evil men in and the uh, true 
We'll probably owner. learn that in the process of making these things, how they work. Yeah. Well, it helps if you can uh, force them out while they're asleep. Of course, they're not a, they're not able to resist. But if they were uh, awake, then it would take a little bit of uh, strength of mind to overcome. You're on mute. Having the souls that belong in the bodies makes the transference. There's uh, just something else to consider too. What if? What if the souls of the people trapped in the crystals are conscience conscious? They could be driven insane by being trapped in these crystals if they're aware. Well, uh, well, all that these is, we'll find out. It's yeah. true. It's true. But I, at least they'd have a shot if they're they're trapped in ancient Lomar. They have no hope. Yes, we don't know how uh, we don't know how long the inhabitants of the tower that Blake saw have before the collapse. Yeah. Well, we could uh, get you to one of the uh, universes that has uh, enough time to make it. Well, let's get busy. So he uh, he goes first. We must uh, conjure the uh, the stone needed of uh, amethyst. Then he kind of holds out his hand and he closes his eyes. Okay, good. It was an amethyst, <laughs> and a and a uh, large amethyst uh, appears. It's uh, it's about the size of his hand, so it's it's pretty good good size. He goes, uh, who will be the first one to try and learn? I had studied the instructions in the waking world, so hopefully I can um, huh. make, make er early progress. He goes, uh, very, very good. He goes, uh, so concentrate, squeeze, squeeze down on it, and uh, picture casting yourself back to when you were a child. And uh, as he kind of goes through, give me a power roll. You're on mute, David. Sorry, there are fireworks. Um, hard success. Hard success. All right. And uh, that costs you 1d12 plus 5 magic points. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. That's why it's going to wear you out. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, only eight this time. Oh, nice. Well, uh, you are kind of like, oh, you know. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Oh, he goes. Uh, any, anyone else uh, willing to attempt? Oh well, I love thinking about my childhood. Like, oh, of course. He goes, uh, and he uh, closes his eyes. Now he has to roll to create this amethyst. He gets one. Oh, zero two. Yeah, he he makes one without any problem at all. Hands it over. I'll try. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, likewise. 
Yep. Which one do you pass? That. Uh, you, you need a pass a power roll, and it needs to be hard. And that is an 03, which is an extreme. Nice. And then 1d12 plus 5, magic? Uh, 11. Uh, ow. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. <laughs> 30 is a hard success for me on power. Nice. I have to spend 18 points to make it go hard. Oh, go for it. Mm-hmm. I got an 04. Nice. Out without the bonus die. Okay. I got a seven on my magic point. Seven okay. plus what? Uh, seven plus five, so that'd be twelve. Ouch. Twenty twelve plus five. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough for rough that, one to make. Total full magic. Oh, ouch. Mm. I'm assuming most of you are probably out of magic and not willing to start sacrificing oh, wait. points. Uh, do I have one to left. deal with magic? It's you lose one d twelve plus five. Oh, yeah, I one d twelve. How fun! I have eight left, so I could conceivably try a second, but we're not going to get the whole batch today, anyways. So I might as well recover before. Given that this was the hardest I've worked <laughs> in ten years, yeah. I'm going to give it a rest. He says there, there's no rush, of course, because the uh, full moon for being able to board the ship won't be for uh, a week or so anyway. So, How long is the month here? Oh, it's uh, 28 days. 28 days. Uh, and it's always twilight. Yes. Do the constellations still go through 12 signs? Um... I don't know what they do at the North Pole, so yeah, but that's the that's the oh. night sky. Is the North Pole's night sky? So oh, does right. it stay nighttime all year long? It does. Yeah. So not six months of light and six months of dark. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'd been good. All right. So. Unless there was something special you wanted to do while you were in Lomar, we can just kind of fast forward a little bit and you kind of just go through, you get the uh, stones, you get your eight stones you were making, correct? Yeah. Okay, you get your eight stones, stones made, and then the uh, the day arrives when uh, they they say that the uh, you'll be able to board the uh, the white ship. So uh, they uh, you get informed that uh, that the white ship will uh, dock at the tip of the tower, and they describe it almost like how a dirigible would uh, would uh, dock at the the tower. And then the moonbeam will shine down, and you'll be able to uh, walk up it as long. And Zelrithos explains as long as you believe that you can walk on the moonbeam, you'll be able to walk on the moonbeam and enter. The captain is a uh, is a rather quiet fellow. But he he will take you to where where you need to go. Be careful when you go by the the moon. The uh, the moon beasts and their uh, their slavers, the men from Ling, are uh, quite cruel. Now I have a question. Once we leave the ship, do I need to be inside of a stone? Because I will have a body in the other. Oh yeah. Uh, 
once you leave the ship and you get to uh, Lomar, uh, I should have mentioned this, Rapathus says that as why you're going when it's siege. He's Unfortunately, there will be several bodies available. Mm. Got it. So you have one last uh, one last mill in the tower. Zeal, uh, of course, uh, joins you, but he says, I, I, I hate to tell you this, uh, gentlemen, but I, I will not be accompanying you on the ship. I have no desire to uh, go past the moon again. He's like, I'll see you in the waking world, I'm assuming. I plan to visit my family back in Ulthar. Um. Yes, hopefully we'll see you back in the waking world. Oh, I've seen you uh, uh, somehow pull yourself out of situations that no one should have been able to. I have uh, full faith in you. That in its own right is quite heartening. I do my best. So, uh, after the meal, Zelrathos uh, comes up to Wyatt. He's like going, going son i i will miss you but but i understand why why you leave and that that it is needed he's like just know that that you being here the last 30 years have been the greatest greatest years ever since my wife died before before you arrived you brought meaning back to my to my world i i will see you again i promise you that and he gives you a hug you know, yeah. And then he, he goes, uh, gentlemen, the moon is at, at its at its fullest and the ship is here. And you see the the white ship uh, docked at the uh, tower with the sails, and you see a uh, a man standing uh, near the gangplank. He's got a hood pulled up but a long beard hang, hanging down and you you see, extends out a hand as in a, a welcoming gesture. I hope walking on moonbeams is it too unscientific for you, Lethbridge? Let's go. <laughs> I, I think it's a good thing that I've been here for a little while and gotten used to preposterous things happening on a regular basis. Preposterous? This is the most natural thing I've ever done. <laughs> All right. And uh, all of you uh, can give me, I know it's a lot of it, but give me a power roll with a bonus die. And as long as you uh, pass, you'll have the... 75 is a pass. <laughs> 21 before I even rolled a bonus die, so yeah, I'm fine. I needed it. I went from 96 to 06. Ouch. That was my Ouch. Lethbridge leap of faith. All Both right. past and an extreme. This one. Nice. So uh, you uh, walk uh, up the moonbeam, and as you, as you get to the uh, white ship, the uh, the captain looks at you. He doesn't say anything, but he steps out of the way and uh, allows you to board. And then uh, after a bit of time. That you push off and you begin sailing on uh, on air, essentially, but it's moving like you're uh, actually on the sea. And all of you can give me sanity checks for that. That's uh, 
Are there other passengers? Uh, there is not. And 85 oh. is a pass on the dot. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, two. No, yeah, you're like, going. Yeah. All right, after this, I'm, I'm selling on the ship. <laughs> 12. Everything's fine. If this crashes, it's still a dream. That's how I'm dealing with it. All right. So as you're uh, kind of uh, you're sailing along for uh, several days, uh, he seems to always have uh, fish, to, fish to eat. There is a cabin boy that sometimes comes out, and he will he does talk to you, but most of the time he's uh, you know adjusting the sails, messing with the rudder, and, and and everything. And you get the impression that him and the captain are able to communicate, although you can never hear anything anything said. And um, what are we sailing across? I mean, we're in the air. Were we sailing? Do we do we leave a spherical dream world and then? Uh, if if you look down, you see uh, the uh, forest. Uh, you do see see what uh, Nathaniel, who'd been to Ulthar, he points out. Oh, there, there's there's where Ulthar is, and. Yeah, it looks just like a flat, though. You, you, like, if you look off the distance, you don't see, like, a curvature. Or... Mm. Mm. And uh, after a few days of sailing, you, you start approaching the, the moon. And uh, this is the first time you've ever seen the captain start getting actually uh, kind of nervous. He starts... Uh, in any of the lights that he kept in his cabin, he uh, he turns off, and uh, he's he's uh, kind of goes around and puts his finger up to his mouth and gives gives a. And who has the lowest luck? I have a sixty. That's definitely not me. I've got ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say Milton's been doing good. I will hopefully start making spin luck. And a sixty three. Okay. Ninety six. All right, I think it's you, Nathaniel. All right. Give me a luck roll. Ooh. 02. All right. So as you pass by the the moon, uh, you pass on the dark side side of the moon, of course. But you see coming coming around, you see another ship, and on, on board you see the these antlered uh like curled antlered men uh with whips and you see uh, on on the ship you can see uh like reflections off the moonlight of shackles but with that that luck roll they they sail off away from you rather to you and uh after about a few hours of quietness you head head out you pass by and you see the captain relax again and the cabin boy comes up and he's like going He's like, we'll soon be uh, approaching approaching the uh, the astral astral realm. That's where you'll find the gate that will take you back to the universe that we told that we, we were told you were going to. Because I hope your journey's been pleasant, because the astral realm is quite quite awful. So. As he uh, as it sails on, you kind of uh, you pull up to this. Uh, it looks almost like a uh, 
roil, roiling like nova of uh, cloud dust and, and all. But you start seeing like little doorways, archways kind of form. It looks like a long hallway. The captain drops an anchor, which doesn't seem to dive into anything, but then just has the chain hanging there. The cabin boy goes, we'll wait for you. We'll wait for you here. Uh, please use the, uh, the, the life raft or the lifeboat to uh, sail, sail on. Uh, many thanks for the passage. Uh, how do we know where to take the lifeboat? Or is it through that portal, I guess? Yes, through, through the gate, yes. Oh, I hope we'll be back soon. He goes, I, I hope so too. In 28 days, we need to meet, we need to be in Ulthar so that we can uh, take some more passengers. Then mm -hmm. uh, I assume you guys get on the life lifeboat? Yeah. yeah very funny if we didn't. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> take the boat to ship ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> As you get on the uh, the uh, ship, uh, who's going to uh, row? I'll, I'll, I'll row. All right. A couple of us rowing? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I could get two of you rowing. Yeah. Give me, whoever's the strongest, give me a strength roll. 70? Got a 50. All right. Give me a strength roll, right? 48. So that is just the regular. Okay. All right, you guys get get, get uh, kind of rowing along, and uh, you start passing through these various archways, and uh, they start getting spaced out a little bit bit further. You see uh, like space dust coming coming through, and then uh, everyone give me a spot hidden. Oh seven. Nice. 19. 95. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 92. 70 is a regular success for me. All right. I'm just rolling. Uh, if you pass, you see uh, coming almost uh, at a diagonal above you, uh, another ship traveling quickly. But what disturbs you is there are five passengers that look exactly like you, except for their mouths are, uh, are extra wide. And inside, they have these razor sharp teeth. You see them point point at point at you and start start rowing much quicker, uh, faster, lads. And uh, give me a sanity roll, and then that's where we'll end it. <laughs> Forty six is a pass. Thirteen. I passed. Twenty seven. Pass. One hundred. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Uh, I'm not rowing. If if you pass, that's only one point. If you rolled a one hundred, you lose six sanity. I'm gonna burn six luck. All I'm right, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna absorb my loss with a luck point. All right, sounds good. Admittedly, I'll then regain that luck immediately. The next exactly, exactly. that's all right. That's, and that is where we will uh, end it for the evening. Great, remarkable. Our players included Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gassaway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of the Secrets. 
we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.